Welcome to episode number one of Legal News and Business Reviews. I am your host. My name is Lori Myers. I'm a licensed attorney in California. I've spent the last 13 years practicing criminal defense, and I've also been a licensed real estate agent for the last 25 years. At no time shall any legal advice given on this show be deemed to create an attorney-client relationship between myself and any listener, nor with any guest speaker who is also an attorney and any of the listeners. And now that the disclaimer is done, let me thank you for being here and giving me your time. I really appreciate it. I hope that you find this podcast to be entertaining, enjoyable, and educational. So, let's get started. Today is January 7th. Happy New Year, by the way. With every new year brings new laws, and I'm going to give you some of those, some legal tips about the new laws, and a few other things that are critical for every criminal defense attorney to get the message out about, which is one. The best legal advice any criminal defense attorney can give to anyone. Stop making statements to the police. The only thing you're required to give to the police officer in California is your name, date of birth, and the next thing out of your mouth should be, I want a lawyer. That's it. It really is that simple. You're never going to talk your way out of an arrest. That cop has already decided in his head if he's going to arrest you or not. The statements that you make really will be used against you. And the only way you can make sure that your own statements are not used against you is to not make any. So name, date of birth, I want a lawyer. Legal tip number one. Legal tip number two. Stop making confessions verbally and written. No written apology letters, please. You may laugh, but we get those a lot, actually. Writing an apology confession letter? Don't do it. Ever. Let me try to explain to you what the effect of any confession apology letter is. doesn't matter what the crime or what you put in the apology confession letter as long as you're writing you confess and you apologize this is the interpretation of that letter what you should imagine you writing is this yes mr police officer i would like to go into custody for this crime i'm going to write this confession letter to make it easier for you and the da to punish me and put me into custody. You may giggle, but that really is the effect of a confession written apology. Don't do it because you're going to come to court and then you're going to wonder why the lawyer that you hired cannot do something great for you on the case because those are the worst cases ever. Don't make statements and definitely don't write out an apology confession letter. Okay. All right. Let me also just remind you another most common way 
people make statements. Even if you get through the arrest and you follow all my great tips, which is you give your name, date of birth, and you want a lawyer. And then you make it through the interrogation room and you do not give a confession or apology or any additional statements. You still say, I want a lawyer. You're just getting gold stars at every avenue for me. Here is where most people slip up. They make that call from that police station to call their loved one, friend or family, and let them know where they are. They're in jail. And what is the first question the person on the other end of the phone says? What happened? And boom, now you're talking and giving a statement. Because those calls are recorded. Yes, even the ones that you can call for free that you get to use after being in the jail and they haven't officially booked you, those are recorded as well. And that is the most common way that people slip up even when they're successful out in the field and they do all the things they should to exercise their rights properly, that is where they fail themselves. So please, let me remind you, if you were to get arrested and you have to call someone and let them know they need to pick you up post-bail or where you're at, do not go into a full explanation of what happened. Otherwise, again, just imagine yourself writing that apology letter that I just told you, because whether you're writing it or you're giving it on a recorded statement, it's the same effect. Yes, Mr. Police Officer and the DA's office, let me help you do your job and and convict me and punish me more. Okay, so hopefully that message got across. Let's move on. My legal tip number three has to do with my most requested topic. Marijuana. It's a very relevant topic right now. California just made marijuana, recreational marijuana, legal. And you may think now that recreational marijuana is legal that you are just going to find it on every corner like you can alcohol. But it's actually not. We have a while until maybe that will happen because It's very expensive to now get your seller's permit, which is required for you to be legal, and sell recreational pot legally. And I don't have the numbers exactly because there's so many different variances. There isn't just one exact number, but I'm hearing that it's easily over $100,000. Easily. So if you're thinking about joining the recreational pot industry, make sure you have some cash flow to get yourself started because it's going to be very costly. The recreational marijuana laws only apply to people 21 years of age and older, just like alcohol. Also, I'm hearing that the tax, the counter tax, meaning if you go in and just go to buy yourself an eighth of weed for recreational purposes, which, so let's just say you get top shelf weed, an eighth of weed. Let's say you're paying the max, which is usually $60. You're getting some really pricey weed right there. And then now the tax is supposedly 35%. 
which means you're walking out of there with your eighth of recreational weed for about $80. Now, of course, you buy some lesser weed, you're, but you're still going to pay the 35% tax. So marijuana is now going to be the most, recreational marijuana is the most expensive marijuana anyone's ever seen. Um, which I'm not totally sure that's going to take care of the black market problem. Uh, in California, we also still have medical marijuana and, and recreational marijuana. And if you look at the model of other states who have already brought recreational marijuana into their state legally, they have done some phasing out of the medical marijuana because medical marijuana and recreational marijuana are taxed differently. And so medical marijuana gets a, diff a better tax and therefore they can sell at better rates. But now the states that have made marijuana, recreational marijuana legal, they are now not instantly um, and I'm not telling you that's happening in California. I'm just telling you what other states have done. Um, just, so just be aware that could possibly happen here as well, is that then they take away the medical marijuana since it, you can get it anywhere, but you can get it anywhere, but it's all top dollar, more higher price than anyone's ever paid. So again, you... I'm not totally sure what that's really going to do to the black market. Um, I do know that the government is obviously going to be making a ton of money. That is definitely the conclusion we should make from that. Uh, one of the other laws that have changed in 2018 is regarding smoking marijuana in a vehicle. As long as you are not the driver, because obviously if you're the driver, you're subjected to DUI laws. But if you're a passenger in the vehicle and you're caught smoking marijuana, that is now an infraction. Moving on to my legal tip number four, which I don't like at all. I was not happy with this law. Intentionally transferring HIV to another person, intentionally, means you know you have it and you didn't tell your partner that you have it. That's been a felony in California and that just got changed to a misdemeanor. That pissed me off so much, I did a little research. I had to look up the legislative intent, which is what you do when a law passes there's always, you can look up the legislative intent, which is the whole reason why that law is passed, the problem that they believe they're solving and what, what that law helps with. And so the theory behind why this law was changed down to a misdemeanor was apparently people, the theory is people were not getting tested for HIV because if you were not tested, you did not know that you had HIV and therefore you could not be charged with the actual intention of giving it to someone else and that you had actual knowledge. Uh, makes sense, but still. Uh, 
The secondary reason was that all the amazing medical advancements that have been made regarding this disease, that it is not the um, death sentence kind of that it seemed to be with lack of med- medication and knowledge that we once had when the disease first came out. And uh, people have been proven to live very long lives, very long productive lives with the virus. And so, yeah, that's the theory on why it's now a misdemeanor. Okay, moving on to some more fun stuff. Legal tip number five. Employers can no longer ask your prior salary and no longer use that to determine their job offer for salary. I looked this up too. This actually had to, has to do with gender gap. That, that's the goal is that, you know, if a woman comes in and applies for a job and says how much she made at her previous job versus a man, that it would affect what the employer offers. I don't think that's just a man-woman thing. I think that's just it. If, of course, if the employer finds out you were making way less at your other job, they would probably be less inspired to offer you a much higher amount. They'll probably think, oh, well, I could get her for much less. So anyway, employers can no longer ask your prior salary. Moving on to legal tip number six. The blood alcohol content, also known as BAC, has been changed to 0.04 for drivers for hire and they have a passenger in the car. So Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, taxi drivers, limo drivers, any driver for hire and you actually have a passenger in your car. If you're blood alcohol content is 0.04 or above, you can be arrested for DUI. Legal tip number seven, really like this one. Uh, You can now get your arrest record expunged, which means there are a lot of people out there that get arrested, but charges never get filed against them. But later on, they go to apply for a job and that employer does a background investigation. And in that background check, it comes up, that arrest. And people have lost jobs a lot because of that one issue. So it's nice to know that you can now, you have to petition the court just like you would a regular expungement, which is to erase your criminal record, which has always been available. Now there's a specific law on point that you can erase your arrest record. So you can make that petition to the court. I am, if that applies to you, I cannot stress enough that you need to get on that ASAP and get that petition in. Okay, moving on to legal tip number eight. I didn't even know this was an issue. Baby changing tables in men's restrooms. I don't go into men's restrooms, so I honestly had no idea that there were not baby changing tables inside there. So there's a new law that says that they will now be required to put them in all men's restrooms, and I think that's a great thing. 
Moving on to legal tip number nine, also a new law change. Where the poverty rate is 40% uh, feminine hygiene products in all bathrooms for grades 6 through 12. That's a great thing. It's too bad that that just wasn't provided everywhere in public schools. Um, that they had to set some poverty rate of 40% to for them to qualify for that. But, hey, at least we're getting somewhere and they're providing something for girls and teenagers to take care of themselves. So that's good. Legal tip number 10. Did you know that there is a new Parent Leave Act? that allows maternity and paternity leave of up to three months unpaid for people who work for small businesses with employees between 20 and 49 employees. So that means if you happen to work for a small business um, person who has 20 to 49 employees, you can take the three months off unpaid and they you cannot get fired for that if it's for the maternity or paternity leave. And that's a wrap for my legal news, my 10 tips. Quick recap. One, don't make statements to the police. Two, don't make confessions verbally and most certainly not written apology letters. Three, we went over the marijuana laws. Recreational marijuana is now legal in California, 21 and over. Marijuana has a sales tax apparently of 35% recreational marijuana does at the counter. So you can expect to buy some very pricey marijuana even though now it's legal. And um, just putting you on notice, be attention, pay attention, stay informed. That looks like maybe a phase out of the medical marijuana uh, program might be in our near future if we watch what other states are doing. Uh, if you transfer HIV intentionally, it's only a misdemeanor. Your employer can't ask your previous salary. Uber and Lyft drivers, 0.04 and above, you can be arrested for a DUI. If you have an arrest record out there, please make sure you get petition and have it erased from your record. Men, you have changing tables in your restrooms coming soon. Aren't you excited? Hygiene products for kids in public schools. And again, the Maternity and Paternity Act for three months you can take off with a small business. Moving on to my business review. This was an easy one this episode to decide which business I was going to review. And I chose the Anchor application, which is the whole way I am able to deliver this podcast to you. This is an application that automatically pushes your podcast to iTunes and Google Play. You literally just have to check a button. Would you like this pushed to iTunes? Yes, I do. Thank you, handle that for me. And it just does it. If I had not run across this application, it would have taken me months to get a podcast up and going. I'm not a techie person. There's a lot of hoops you need to jump through. 
if you're a techie person, it's not that hard to start up a podcast, but the Anchor application makes it so easy. So the Anchor application is an FM radio slash podcast type app, and it's all audio. And what you can do is there's these recordings, and it is like the Instagram story, Facebook story, or Snapchat, where you have audio recordings, they last for 24 hours, and then they just go away. Your option to keep the broadcast up is you can turn the broadcast into a podcast, and then it stays up there forever. Now, my rating on this Anchor application, as much as I love it, is a B. I wanted to give it higher, but let me tell you why it didn't get anything higher. I, hopefully I'm going to give you a good laugh right now too, I learned this very valuable lesson about two hours before I was ready to record this broadcast. And that is that the Anchor application, as great as it is, you can only record for five minutes. Hmm. Well, that seems slightly problematic, doesn't it? Because I know I have more to say than five minutes. Even though my whole game plan for this podcast was not to get on here and just waste anybody's time. I wanted to get on, deliver some good content, and get off. And I don't think I could do that in five minutes. I think I have more information than that. So then I had the privilege of doing some more research and figuring out how the heck I was going to solve my problem. And obviously I did, if you're listening to this. And I solved that problem because I found, one, you can upload a video much longer than five minutes through the Anchor Clip desktop version. Yeah, that's a mouthful, right? So the Anchor app, there's a few things that you can do only on the desktop version, not on the mobile version on your phone. So, and one of those things is you go to anchorclip.com and you can then upload a lengthy video. And then when you upload it on the anchor clip on your desktop, it's actually going to break it down into five minute increments. You can edit it right from that desktop view right there once you uploaded it. Or you don't have to edit it. Maybe it's exactly how you want it. Once it's up there, you do what you need to do to it. Then you tell it to publish it. And again, you then decide, do you want that broadcast pushed to the iTunes or the Google Play applications? And it will do all of that for you. And then when it pushes that out there, even though when you uploaded it on the Anchor Clip desktop version, it appeared to be in five-minute increments, it plays in one continuous version. And if I lost you in any of that explanation, the great thing about a podcast is you can go back and listen to it and I don't have to repeat myself. 
So with that said, that's my podcast, my very first one. And I just want to say if you've made it all the way to the end and you're still listening to me, I am so honored and thank you so much for your time. I feel so blessed that you stayed tuned in and I really hope that you got some enjoyment. You were entertained a little bit and I really hope you learned something from this broadcast. If you would like to support me in this podcast, You can find me on Facebook, Legal News and Business Reviews, and rate me five stars. That would be awesome. Or on any of the applications, the podcast applications that you're listening to this on, whether that be Google Play or iTunes, if you could rate me on there. Obviously, this is the first episode. I'm just trying to get started. And no one really finds out about episodes if you don't start rating and get yourself out there. So if you want to support me, that's how you can support me for free. Yay. Thank you so much. I'll see you guys later.